0: Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast? Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Brad Sean Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I want to play you back a call that we took previously. Just because I had to edit a lot of it out for content. But when we're on the show, we talk about our families a lot because this is just it. This is, this is kind of who we are and what we do. We mention uh, our families. You talk about your son, Liam, a lot, and I talk about my kids. And I think it was last week, early in the week, I had mentioned my daughter, Reagan, when we were talking about tattoos because she was 16 and had to have her hip reconstructed. She was a dancer and uh, ripped her labrum, and they had to go back to the inn and, like, crack her hip in, like, three or four spots and then put these huge screws in. And they had come out in after the surgery, one of the nurses had said something about her tattoo and I go she's 16 she doesn't have a tattoo and we found out that her and her friends had been tattooing each other in their basements Idiots! (laughs) so stupid but man I wigged out pretty hard (laughs) like I I remember she's in recovery you can go see her now I didn't even ask how she felt I just go you got to tell me about the tattoos Yeah. so not long after that we took this phone call and I'd like you to listen to it in its entirety real quick
1: Hey, hey JJ yeah Daughter available?
0: Is she available? No, she has a boyfriend. Oh my god! They they do? She does? Yeah, she's like eighteen. Oh. Why? What would you have to offer if I if I if I decided to pass your info along? You'd have what to offer her? Well, I would.
1: I, I'm just just tell her that I'm and I'm that I've been through hell and I would need a companion that I would comfort her and stuff and take care of her
0: and stuff like that but right now I don't have a job, so... But these are all things you want me to tell her so that she would want to date you. But I have a criminal history of
1: some stuff with some other things that happened in me in the past. But
0: you know, you're talking to of... the father, right? Right. Like, you, you, <laughs> you, and so, so let me get this right. You don't have a job. Uh, you you got a, a a decent sized record. It sounds like, and uh, and and you want me to pass your information along to my daughter.
2: Like, kind of yeah. when you say it back, it sounds a bit silly, right? Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, of. I was a numbers guy too. A for effort, man. You got to keep throwing your business card out there, son. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll have her not text you later, okay? <laughs> I don't have. A, I don't have a phone. Yeah. So. yeah. Perfect. Correct. Perfect. <laughs> I'm happy with who my daughter is currently dating. Nice he's a, guy. He's a nice kid. He's uh, he's good to her. He's very kind. His manners are. He's he's just a, he's a nice kid. And he seems to have a, a good future ahead of him.
2: You've always trusted her instincts. You've never been the dad with the gun on the front step type of mentality. She's smarter I, than I am. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, I know where I live. I'm pretty stupid.
2: I want to I wanna hear from the parents. You know, it'll probably be a lot of parents about their daughter's boyfriend, but maybe you don't like your son's girlfriend. You know, you're not always going to like who they fall in love with or lust with.
0: Now, I try and put myself in my 15-year-old's Girlfriend's father's shoes.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I this guy. I can't I believe. I mean, when he combs his hair, he's like pretty presentable. My kid is
0: such a mess, though. I mean, <laughs> he's unpresentable most times. Now, I get it. When you're an athlete, you stink all the time. Yeah, and I I know I was that way. This kid smells like a beehole all the time. Yeah, and I could tell like if, if he's gonna go out and he has a chance, he's gonna see his girlfriend. Then the whole place smells like
3: Axe.
0: Well, no, <laughs> no he's got a little better sense than that. I think he, I think he stole his older brother's good cologne, okay. which is what happens when you leave for college. Is everything gets ripped off? But yeah. do you really, actually, really, really like your son or daughter's boyfriend or no, girlfriend, you, or you're on the, the flip side and you like, hate them? Yeah. Okay, let's let's for, uh, let's look for those stories then. When somebody calls you at work and says something like, "Hey, hey JJ, yeah,
1: hey, is your oldest daughter available?" <laughs>
2: God. Look, what are a regular too, by the way. And I, I just want to say, like, when he calls, we give him advice, like really sound advice. We don't want to lead him down the right path or the wrong path. But then he never takes it, you know. And that's what annoys me. That's exhausting when you give people really great advice and then they're just like. So lazy, they don't take it. You know, it bothers
0: me. I just would have never, in my darkest dating days, yeah. like you know, you ever just had no said to you five hundred days in a row. No. Not even at that, not even at that point, yeah. would have I ever called the radio station and asked the guy on the morning show hey, if I could JJ? date it. I would have never been like,
1: "Hey, hey JJ." Yeah your oldest daughter available so
0: so i thought all right let's spin this into something kind of fun do you not like your boyfriend your son or your daughter's choice for boyfriend or girlfriend we got a lot of text coming in
2: uh chad says my daughter's boyfriend is a total tool he doesn't open the door for her he needs constant reassurance that she's into him she's 15 that's unnecessary drama my wife says she'll figure it out on her own sorry if i had a daughter I would, I would not, I would not let her figure it out on her own at 15. What a waste of time. I would say not, uh, not dating this guy.
0: Melissa's not text. My son is 18. He's dating a mother of four. She's 43.
2: Stop that. That would be another one. I would say if you are under my roof and you're 18, nah,
0: boy, I am happening. all about love looks a lot different in a lot of different shapes and forms. Yeah. But I have a 20 year old son was a junior in college. And if he came home and said, Hey dad, I'm bringing my new girlfriend for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I'd be like, Oh, that's cool. We'll set an extra spot at the table. Uh-huh. And if she was a 45 year old mother of four. <sighs>
2: yeah. I know you had a, an issue with the, the one that had the peanut allergy.
0: Uh, she, I didn't have any issues with it. <laughs> they just weren't compatible. Yeah, they weren't. Uh, no. I just, uh and listen, you're going to, you're going to try on a lot of suits before you find the one that fits. That's I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of that story, but If uh, I just, if she showed up at Thanksgiving with her four kids and her and my son. And they all
2: call you grandma. Jesus. Dang. That'd be too much. Uh, Melissa, I'm really happy that you're in this spot. She says, my daughter's guys are amazing. Uh, They made great choices. Awesome families. Good jobs. Even better people. You missed the question. We We were looking for people that just can't stand their son or daughter's significant other i've laid down the law with liam i said he's
0: 10 you're not there's no laws
2: you have no they what, if he dates a mother, what if he
0: dates a mother of three next year what are you gonna say <laughs> don't because love comes in all different shapes and sizes that is
2: correct i will say don't it will not happen but i say these girls have to have their own stuff going on that's our only requirement like they have to have their own sports what if they they're can't an influencer blowing up your phone like liam why do you have football so much like we want to spend time together i've done all these scenarios to him So I said, this is what I expect.
0: we are wrecking this child.
2: Get a girl that plays sports. You guys meet up every now and then. Get her pregnant
0: early. That way she never wants another guy. That's what you do.
2: You have a certain ethical responsibility. You don't hear those guys
0: complaining about anything.
2: (laughs) They're all on the side of caves. They're frozen somewhere. So whenever Southern Methodist University scores, they have this pony mascot that is brought out on the field. These two handlers, they run him across the field after every touchdown. And so uh, it's pooping everywhere.
0: Now cleaning up the field near the 40 yard line, Andre, and perhaps a little (laughs) leftovers remain on the field to play required some extra attention. So I know USC does this when they come out. They've got a guy, the the Trojan, riding the horse, and then they've put the 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 sword in the field right Uh i've thought this before i'm like how are they so lucky that that horse does not crap on the field when it's out there there's a hundred thousand screaming maniacs yeah and it's the center of attention how does that horse just not
2: i just kind of felt for the horse like watching it poop while they made it run can you imagine being made to run when you had to poop yep done it like marathon runners that's why they wear diapers because their
0: bowels some just a little bit so you can, if you, and you don't want to stop. If you ever stand at the finish line of a marathon oh. and just look at back doors, yeah. y- guaranteed you're going to see something that got past the goalie. It like happens all the time.
2: They're yeah. full diapers. Gross. Mm. Uh, speaking of the sports, Vikings beat the Dolphins 24 to 16. Uh, Museum goers in London. I watched this video, and it's very disturbing. It's weird how people, they want to get their point across about environmental issues, but you don't throw tomato soup all over a Van Gogh. Oh!
4: Security? What is worth more, art or life? Is it worth more than food? Worth more than justice? Are you more concerned about the protection of a painting or the protection of our planet and people?
2: Well,
0: by the way, the protection on that painting was very good. It was covered by glass and yeah. it's going to be just fine. But <laughs> they, did you see what the other protester did?
2: Yeah, she took out super glue, super glued her hand.
0: To the, the wall. wall. Yeah, they're trying to make a statement. I'm like, all that time and the jail time, you're not going to be able to help out with now. I
2: know. All in the name of Mother Earth, I guess. I am risking a lot by talking about this because he now lives
0: within near your this shot. area. Yeah.
2: And I, I just wanted to get this out because it's something over the last few weeks I've been battling with. This guy, our families used to be friends, Thanksgivings. Uh, We were inseparable for years and years and years. I've known him since I was twelve years old.
0: Did you ever kiss him? No, I've never kissed him. Held hands? No, no. But to the playground together and stuff. No,
2: but it was just a really great relationship. It was fun. It was. We played a lot of basketball. It was very wholesome. I'm not doing my life as a movie, by the way. Some people are texting. I'm not doing that. This is serious. This is true. Um, but he reached out to me on Facebook and said, Hey, I would like to, where's the message? I would like to meet up for lunch. And by the way, uh, the how, how
0: long since you had heard from this guy? It was, you said eight years?
2: Um, no, cause his, I, I haven't seen him in eight
0: years, oh. but then
2: his grandfather died. So, um, uh, my dad was good friends with his grandpa. And so I wrote his grandma a letter and then his grandma died and his home life was, like, not the best. He did not have a very reliable mom and dad, and so his grandparents raised him, and he just had a lot of cards stacked against him. Okay. And some people either thrive and really, like, make it, and they're successful. Or and walk that line, right? Walk the line, and and he went the other way. So I just feel like drugs are involved. And how do
0: you know this? You've seen him do drugs? I showed you the video. I didn't say, well, i Listen, I showed you the video. I, a lot of people look at me probably and think I do drugs. No, they
2: don't. No, he's not. He was not of sound mind.
0: Um, he looked stoned.
2: The things that he posts are very—they're just erratic, no punctuation, just like somebody just <laughs> constantly rolling their thoughts off their tongue on to speak to text and not, not even think, and then pressing post. Roseannish. And yeah, <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to let that into my life or? The, the way he worded it was I have some things to say
0: oh nope that's where I'm done and no 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 that's never good that's never good never good it can never help your life if somebody reaches out to you and says I have some things I need to tell you yeah no really like, no it doesn't matter if I this guy find the message it doesn't matter if this guy has been convicted 100 times yeah. for selling, for selling fentanyl on a playground it do, I don't care if this guy is a priest yeah. if the email starts, with, there are some things I need to tell you. Mm-hmm. No.
2: Well, he's asked for my new phone number. Nope. Time and time again. And I just, there's something in my body that I can't bring to, what does this say? Oh, okay. So he says, you've always been one that I can count on and thought would be there until the end. I would love to reconnect with you. I have some things to talk about. Oh,
0: Nope. No. Nope.
2: Nope. I would love to have lunch. I would say, or I have I have, and then he says it again. I have so much. See the erratic behavior. I don't want to be out. I don't know. I don't want to let him go. You're a stat.
0: You're a statistic. If you go to lunch,
2: because I gave someone a shot.
0: Nope, not about that. What could he? Just stop for a second. You like your life right now? I do. Pretty happy with it. I have like no drama. Job's going life. good. Yeah. Like your family. Yeah. Everything else around you, pretty good. It's kind of it. could this help? It. Yeah. No. I could don't. this help at all?
2: But that's the empath in me. That's the Pisces in me, where I'm like I. I love him. He was, he was like a family member.
0: Read, read that message again. What were the first couple of words? Um, the first phrase hit me hard. Which one? The, the beginning oh, of it. Okay.
2: Uh, he says, if you want to, me to leave you alone, just say so. But I don't really have any friends left. And oh. you were always one that I thought I, I could, could count, count on. That's why we're... I've
0: never been somebody people could count on. Because <sighs> I don't want that pressure. That is undue reconnect. pressure in my life. Do not count on me. I, don't know. I will not be there for you.
2: I know. And then if I don't answer for a day, I'm like peppered with messages. So I, I know that something is still going on and I really.
0: Oh, Leslie texted. And he just wants to profess good love. Let him get that off his chest.
2: And then another one says, "Cat, if you're uneasy about it, trust your gut. That's so true, too. You guys are Derek and you're Liam. Derek says, go. Liam says, don't go. No, I know.
0: I'm telling you, you're going to be wrapped up in a carpet in the river before you know it. Imagine you wake up this morning and you have a Facebook message from someone you haven't seen in years. You understand that they went through a little bit of a tough time. Uh, Maybe they put a bunch of stuff online that looked like they were high AF and a whole bunch of rants. And it was somebody that you spent a large percentage of your childhood with like a, a neighbor. So this guy was close to you guys. He lived next to each other. You knew moms and dads. And and I think there's a, a weird bond that happens. Did your parents like play cards together or yes, party together and stuff? So, yeah, and I had a friend like that too, that I was never super close with, but my mom and dad would like bowl with his parents. And yeah. so he would always get dropped off at my house and then they would all call uh, split the cost of the sitter And so we were kind of close, but never like really close. But I felt like I always had to, you know, give him the time of day. And then later in life, when when everybody grows up, you know, he would have a kid and I'd send him a card or something like that. And this is kind of the way you feel as this guy is now moved closer to where our radio station is and wants to have lunch with you.
2: Yes. And I don't know if he listens. I'm not sure. But I just wanted to put it out there because I, I would love for him to know that I still have that. Part in my heart. You remember like the great parts of somebody that you don't want to see where they're at now. People change so much, though. and then you undo that that vision of somebody. Uh, some people are saying, um, "Trust your gut; it will never steer you wrong." This one: What's lunch going to hurt? If you're the healthy one, you'll be able to set boundaries. You never know if showing up could be the message of hope that somebody needs. It's so true.
0: There's just so much to do on this show that if you get dead. Like, I don't, there's a lot. I would never think you would
2: do anything violent. How do you know?
0: I'm sure there are millions of people who have been murdered that if they could come back to life for five seconds would say, I would have never thought that person was going to be violent towards me.
2: Well, I'll just say it right now because I don't feel that way, but I feel like he's just very lonely. His grandparents are dead.
0: Lisa, thoughts on this? I'm like five years sober
1: a little over right now and i just think that like if someone wants to try to make amends yeah. maybe just kind of let them but then oh. it kind of scared me when you said he was peppering you with uh messages throughout the day like i understand he's lonely but you gotta set boundaries and set them fast so, yeah like, you need to let them know that you have a life going on you're you know you're you're willing to um, maybe talk to him, but if anything, dra- if, he, if he's
2: draining you yeah. at all, then you just gotta stop it like, like right away. Because I'm showing you can be JJ. A nice person, but then you can get taken advantage of. I'm showing JJ the messages and see like if I don't answer, then he'll try to call. Yeah, he's trying to Facebook. call
0: on Facebook Messenger and stuff too. Man, that's always creepy to me.
2: So I don't know.
0: But you're saying give him a so, chance a, because he might be working yeah. through something here, huh?
1: Yeah, I, yeah I, I give them a chance, but at the same time, keep your guard up because, you know, yeah. you can't, a lot Murder. of people that are struggling with addictions and stuff like that, they're they're ready to, like, uh, use anybody that they can, their mothers, their friends, old friends, just to kind of manipulate them and get what they want out of it. So don't yeah. let yourself get manipulated sure.
0: at all. Hey, thank you. I, I got to read this one, one last text real quick, uh, Kat, from Leah. Who says you have to meet? Tell him you're not completely comfortable with lunch, but you're okay with emailing. Sure. Right? Yep. Right? Yep. That solves this. It does. So I, I guess I've, I've never gone through a 12-step program, and I think that's what um, what Lisa was kind of referring to. If he's trying to make amends, can do you have to do that? Is that a rule as part of your recovery that you have to do it face-to-face, or could you do it via email?
2: That would be the best-case scenario if we met and he was sober. And, and I don't know if he's on drugs right now, but I mean, the erratic posts and messaging kind of makes me feel that
0: that's the case.
2: Kanye referring to Pete Davidson as what?
0: The 78 media outlets that call me abuser when I was trying to get that heroin addict away from my kids. That was tattooing my kids' names on them. Skeet, Uh, uh. Pete Davidson, they popping up. You know what I'm saying? It's like they, uh, Trevor Noah, not even from America. He just looked black. So they putting all that he crazy. He's so OJ. I just want the family back together.
2: Mm, okay. Mm, okay. I just... I've had enough, yet I have more for you and paparazzi coming up at 8 o'clock.
0: I've um, had enough, you haven't.
2: I have not given you enough. Alright, so Seth Green, he told this story. I. You know, when you look at Seth Green's IMDb, I mean, the man has been around forever uh, in so many projects, written so many amazing things, and um, he talks about one moment, though, that stands out in his career. He was brought in for a scene on SNL when he was a child. He was nine, and had a run-in with Bill Murray. He
1: picked me up by my ankles. He dangled me over a trash can, and he, like, the trash goes in the trash can. And I was screaming.
3: He dropped me in the trash can. The trash can falls over. I was horrified.
0: I ran away, hid under the table in my dressing room, and like just cried, cried, and was like, oh my god, I don't want to do the show. I can't believe this happened. I've never been so embarrassed in my life. That's Got a- amazing.
2: Eddie Murphy had to go in, coax him out, like, come on, buddy, you can do it. You have to be more professional than Bill Murray. <laughs> and uh, that's just Bill. I hate when people uh, have excuses made for them like that. Like, oh, so-and-so didn't get it's their job done. a jerk
0: thing to do. No that's matter how so-and-so. much you love Bill Murray, that's yeah. a jerk thing to do.
2: Akon, this is... I'm I'm not even mad at this. This is called a hustle, and this is how you make double your money. You have a brother, Boo, that looks just like you, so you have him doing a concert here, so you can do a concert there.
0: I mean, well, it was, it's always been my show. I don't pay them. But that was around the time when you want to disappoint the fans. You know, and you yeah. were so hot, and you couldn't be at a, you know three or four or five places at the same time. Nobody ever found out about it. I mean, till now. Because, you know, at that time, it was just, it was all done in good faith. You know, that do was that about 14 ago. It was no. like 2004, 2005, nope. in the locked up days, yeah. It
2: was too new for people to know who the face was. So,
0: he would do a show <laughs> in Australia, but then he would do a smaller show in LA.
2: This was before, like, the internet would call people out for stuff like that. So, Boo, who looks just like him, would go up and you cover some of your face. He has, a, like, a longer face than Akon does, but you got some sunglasses on, you got your mic like this.
0: Got a hoodie on Nobody knows the difference.
2: And you lip sync to your brother's music while he's doing an actual show and you make two times the amount. You can't
0: be mad at that. That
2: is just crazy. But T-Pain blowing him up. He's like, listen, this is what happened back in the day. That's when you trust (laughs) T-Pain with a little info. Oh, man. Blowing out their candles today. NSync star Chris Kirkpatrick is 51. He had the skunk hair. And then Eminem is 50. Um, Colon girl. Colon girl. Yeah. Uh,
0: I will take on... um, I don't. Know, I still got my adenoids too. I was gonna say maybe I could be adenoids guy, but I can only be tonsils guy. Yeah. We're talking about the dude last week that was robbing a woman's apartment. Bill, uh, room apartment, I guess. And uh, and she kind of woke up, startled the dude. And as he was Slam going, slammed the window down on it. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. He was climbing in the window, I yeah. thought it was the door. But regardless, she slammed the window down, lobbed off his finger. Mm. Dude ran away. She calls the cops. They put the finger on ice. They take the fingerprint. They realize. That it's this dude. He's already got his fingerprint on file. They hunt him down. They find him. He's bleeding. So he's finger guy.
2: Every missing digit or appendage or anything that happened to your body go has a story to go along with it. You know, mine isn't like super sensational,
0: but it was. But out of nowhere, covered. you get yeah. uh, what? Did you, what did you have to start with? Was it cr- colitis? Was cr- colitis, and that's that's is that a lot like Crohn's disease? Um, Crohn's is worse.
2: People that have Crohn's, uh, that's a tough life to live. Because I don't know if you have the ability to go in and get your
0: ostomy bag. So when he found out you had colitis, how long until you were fully healed and back uh, kind of like normal-ish?
2: Um, well, I had colitis for like five years before Liam was born. And then eight months after Liam was born was when the colon fell out.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, they removed it. Boom. You were just walking
0: through a Target parking lot and then boom, the car <laughs> fell it was, it was right there on the floor.
2: Yeah. <sighs> I know. That's scary. Like I said before, car- kids don't get paid enough. So, when you uh,
0: (laughs) got to deal with my colon on the ground, colons on the ground. So, uh, the most sensational thing, I mean, uh, after all the surgeries and everything you did, your doctor, when he took your colon out, said it was like actually black.
2: It was grayish. grayish. It was like, yeah. He's like, this is the sickest one I've ever seen. (sighs) Yeah. So, I just remember like how good I felt after. That's why I get the appeal of people wanting to keep their bag on because you feel so good. Yeah. You never get sick, you don't get colds or anything like that. You don't realize how much your colon controls your whole body. Really? Yeah, oh yeah.
0: So when you call, I want you to introduce yourself as what what body part you're missing. It could be an outside one, an inside one, and then you, then like girl or boy. All right. So cat is colon girl. I'm only the only thing I'm missing is my tonsils, so I'm tonsil boy. You are female. Female. Okay. So um, I, I don't know if we understood the project correctly. So what you're <laughs> supposed to say is, is what body part you're missing and then girl. So like cat is colon girl. You would be? um Toe girl. Toe girl. Okay. Okay. So, so you're missing a toe. Which
2: one and why? No, not, no, a toenail. Toenail girl. <laughs>
0: Nail girl. All right. So what happened to your toenail? This sounds painful.
3: Um, I got it taken off
2: to avoid. Um, to avoid ingrown toenails. <laughs> sure. So they took the whole nail off? Yeah. Wow. Are no. you like my mom where you paint the skin square when you go get your pedicure? Where, so you just paint it right on your skin? I don't even do
0: that. Man. Do you threaten the neighbor kids with it to stay off your lawn or anything? I'm going to show you my toe. No. 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 All right. Are you selling pictures of it on the I internet just, for money?
2: I just paint it like it's there. No. <laughs> so what I just asked you? And you said no I didn't even hear what you
0: said Yeah, of course All right, hey, fun stuff today, toenail girl Have a great morning (laughs) You too Those who don't know her story Call her Lee But she refers to herself as
3: Fallopian girl Fallopian (laughs) girl
0: You, fallopian girl Are always welcome on our show My big question is How did you lose your fallopian tubes?
2: Yeah, where'd those tubes go? I, I just had them removed. Oh. <laughs> I, thought pretty t- anti-climactic. No. I thought they tied yeah,
3: it them. It was very anticlimactic. Um, I was, I got pregnant with twins, and I was, I uh, decided I didn't want any more children, so during the C-section, I just had them removed.
0: I thought they tied them. I didn't know they took them out. They solder them. No, they take them. Yeah, they take them out now. I think solder is the wrong word. I think because um, right. you solder with metal. I think you're looking for. Uh, no,
2: you solder off the uh, They cauterize. Lines. They
0: don't solder them. You what? They cauterize.
2: Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> what did I say? Solder. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> like I have a whole bunch of welding tools around here. I'm going to solder it. this up. So well, they,
2: same concept. So
0: they really like they, they cut them off. And solder yeah, them. take them out now. And there is zero <laughs> yeah. chance other than you being the next Mary, Mother, of God of ever having a baby again. Correct. All right. And, uh, and do you get to And keep that's them? okay. Like they're in a jar above your bed or anything?
3: No, no I, I didn't ask. Hmm. Pro- I probably should have. Well, I'm I was glad you did it. high on the section
2: <laughs> I'm glad you did it all at one time. You know, it's just like when you go in for like maybe to get your eyes done or like a facelift or something, get your boobs done and your tummy done at the same time. So it's all healing at the same time.
0: Now, uh, last question Great. for Fallopian well, Girl is, How did you have a difficult pregnancy or did you just decide two is all that was we're, we're going to do? And, uh, I mean, when did you make the decision? Was it close to the end of your twin pregnancy or was it early?
3: See, I was six-year-old, too, and um, I had the twins when I was 40. So I decided that I didn't want my body to uh, get any good ideas and keep producing children. (laughs) So
2: I, I went ahead and said, that's enough.
0: You made the ultimate take.
2: Yes. Do you wish you had started earlier? Um, see,
3: it was a whole fertility oh, driven, it. both of them, both of my pregnancies were fertility driven, yeah. so. Okay. It could It was what it was.
0: And, could we at Halloween, if we came to your house, see you in a cape that just said FG on the front, like a big fallopian girl?
3: <laughs> I mean, right. that's a great
0: idea. Um, I'll see what I can work out there. Yeah, yeah. Time's ticking. Have a great morning. Thanks for sharing with us, Lee. Thank, Take yep, care. Bye. Uh, I got time for one more real quick. To the people at church, or maybe, you know, when she goes to school to pick up her kids, they might know her as Carrie, but you might know her as
2: I'm Appendix Girl.
0: Appendix, appendix girl, girl is on the show today.
2: Well, then Yay. we had another Carrie call herself the Uterus Girl. We got a bunch of Carries missing. Hysterectomy's
0: down. in the house. So,
2: right. so what happened? Right. Well, we finally—this was a few years ago—but
4: we had had like a gift certificate to go stay at a nice place for a few nights. Yep. And drank too much. Had a good time, and I woke up with quite a bit of pain. Thought it was my gallbladder. We ate too much and drank too much, but lived on expired pain meds for 24 (laughs) hours before we finally. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, we're both in the medical field too, so I'm really proud of that. (laughs) that. um, (laughs) No, I uh, ended up going in for emergency surgery. Oh, so, man. yeah,
0: I felt like almost all of my friends growing up or in college had their appendix out, and I was Same. the only one that didn't. Is this painful?
4: Um, the recovery wasn't too bad, you know. It's laparoscopic, but yeah. it was a, a good week or so of really taking it easy, especially with three kids at home. And oh, stuff. But
0: three kids!
2: The, equate the uh, appendix
4: was horrible.
2: Equate it was horrible. the pain, like when you feel like before you have it out. What does it feel like? Um. It
4: felt like a stabbing in my mid-abdomen. That's why we thought it was my gallbladder. But then it settled to the right side, Yeah, and you get what's called rebound tenderness. So Mm -hmm. when they push it in, it doesn't hurt, but the pain coming out hurts.
0: Yeah, it's like going to a promotions meeting. (laughs) (laughs) What's your equivalent to me leaving my laptop at home and feeling naked in the studio? What would be, throughout the day today, you forget it and you feel just you're going to be off?
2: Um, my ponytail holder.
0: Okay, I not that it. giant uh, gunny sack of a purse you have.
2: Well, yeah, that's yeah, obvious. Okay. Or like my iced coffee. I just need my iced coffee to function.
0: Man, I got to the parking lot. I open up the back door, and all in my back seat is I got two footballs. Yeah, a whole bunch of like gear. And I went, oh,
2: crap. why didn't you run home?
0: It's twelve minutes there, twelve minutes back. Mm -hmm. I was just like, no,
2: plus 24 minutes of not watching The Office before the show. No, I don't get a chance. No, I came
0: here and I, so, so it's really weird because I'm working off a side computer that I'm not used to and my phone this morning. So I feel like I'm naked, like I'm off. But good news. No, I think
2: you're doing a great job.
0: Thanks. (sighs) When do you think will be the point where you don't get backhanded before 7 a.m.? Are
2: you threatening me? I I just asked threat? I just won't. Huh, dating advice from a very unexpected source. President Biden doing like a meet and greet in Irvine, California. And he was there and there were a bunch of teen girls and he had this to say. Now, the very
1: important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys in their
2: 30s. Okay. No what? No serious guys until you're 30. Don't keep that in mind. <laughs> They're like, you know, I'm
0: not having it, old man.
2: That is some great advice. I'm telling you. There was uh, a friend of mine I just ate, had lunch with, and her daughter broke it off with her boyfriend and went to college. I said, she's already wise beyond her years. Go do you, girl. Go have fun, and don't get a boyfriend until you're the, like 26. Uh, for me,
0: it's always, as I look at my kids, it's like, you, can, you can't get gaga about somebody when you're that young you know what i mean they can't be your entire they can't be your son
2: well yeah you know what i mean like everything
0: you do can't revolve around them like i think my daughter like she's she from what i can see she's got it right like she's had a a boyfriend for a few years now Mm -hmm. she went away to college she doesn't come back every weekend to see him he's not out there every weekend yeah like and and they're doing well and it's it's one of those things that you have to have an understanding that there's other things in life until you decide to make that marriage commitment.
2: Yeah, but great advice nonetheless. The US Postal Service planning to raise the price of stamps in 2023 from 60 cents to 63 cents and uh, it's time to teach grandma and grandpa that you can send e-cards. You know what I mean? I love getting the snail hey, mail from who's my gonna grandparents. Pay but
0: what? Who's going to pay Gordy? Stop. Send some mail. you still going to deliver
2: stuff. Until my buddy Gordy
0: retires, then keep (laughs) mailing things.
2: All right. Looks like there is a new drink for the holidays. This is not made up. It's a different twist on your Mountain Dew. Derek is probably like, oh, my God, I got to try it. The fruitcake flavored Mountain Dew.
0: Fruitcake flavored? Yep. We took the fruitcake your grandparents sent you for the holidays last year. You mean the one that nobody (laughs) ate and
3: we used it as a doorstop? That's
0: the one. We tossed it into a vat with carbonated water, citric acid, and sodium benzoate. Then bottled it. Try some for yourself this Christmas. Hard cast. Let's begin now. Let's get it. Pop in at six oh one. one Welcome into the Playhouse. Kat, how are you feeling? Hi, I'm good. I had a lot of,
2: like, firsts this weekend. Oh, please do tell. I will, um, because I sent myself an email, so I uh-huh. didn't forget any of them. Um, one, I saw my first youth fight ever. I'm not going to say what town it was, but you
0: I mean, youth fight like kids fighting, no, bare knuckle style. Parents, so Liam oh.
2: and uh, Maxton were MVPs from the week before, so therefore they're allowed to go up and flip the coin or whatever. Sure. And so they walk up, and they're standing with the refs, and this woman from the game before walks up, baby on the hip. She has a few other women uh, women behind her. Just MF, MF, MF. To the figure. referees that oh, were there God. from the previous game. And they're just kind of turning their back, you know, trying to shield the kids from what's going on. My The kids on the sidelines by me are like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. And uh, trying to do earmuffs or whatever. Wow. But it was, like, kind of disgusting because she didn't stop. You know, it was, like, so loud. And then her husband, who was one of the coaches, ran up and was trying to get her off the field and then she ended up the the cops were called. And
0: these are how old? They're fifth grade. grade.
2: She's like, my kid is crying over there. MF, MF. I'm like, oh my gosh. Really? And I know that with like the ref and ump shortage, if you act that way, especially in baseball, being on the board, you have to go in front of the board You have to explain your case. You might risk not seeing your kid play for the next season.
0: You've seen it for years now where they try and explain to you why you used to have four referees for a game and now you have one. Yeah. It's because nobody wants to use for $48. Right. So. I wouldn't do it. um,
2: There was that. It it was crazy. It was kind of like exciting at the same time. But uh, we finished the season undefeated. So that was pretty cool. And then I kept my debit card in my bra this weekend. I've never done that. I didn't realize like how handy that is. It looks weird because you can see the outline of the debit card. Mm -hmm. And then I yelled at a guy yesterday. I've never yelled at someone with what I'm thinking in my head. So he was leaving Walmart and he just put his cart. I know I shouldn't be yelling at somebody, but I was like, I was so like, I don't know. He walked past the greeter who was actually doing his job. And he's like, hey, you going to watch the game today. And the guy goes, I don't know. And kept walking. And he puts his cart in front of another car, starts to get in his truck and I I said, put your cart away. Don't be a
0: Oh and he did you did. at him? You cussed at him?
2: I said, D H. Oh no way.
0: <laughs> what was going on with you? I have no
2: idea. I think it was I don't know. Did you
0: have a gummy when you went into Walmart? No. no? I
2: was like I went in for a ranch and a and a picture frame.
0: And you That's came out yelling got. at a stranger.
2: Well, I was mad that he could treat somebody like that. That was just asking him a nice you gotta question. you got to watch your
0: bobber. That's how people get no, shot in a Walmart parking lot, man.
2: That's what Derek said. He's he's like, go back to the way you were. Yeah. you just think it Be in your head. passive
0: aggressive, then complain to your husband.
2: I just might. I might go back to that because I didn't feel good about calling him a name, but it came out and I had no control. What did he say back? Control. He got out of his car and put the card away. Oh, it worked. Yeah. So I mean it's I'm you. not going to do it again. You
0: putting your life on the line for our society.
2: It really did feel good though. Dang. I get why people do it. I get the appeal because you're like, yeah. listen, don't be a don't be a jerk. It's
0: fun, but you every day I think about getting shot in the back of the I head. I know I
2: really shouldn't. It's have not done fun that. to
0: walk around like that, just not knowing who's coming back from your past to put one in your back. But now I can say I did it. Here's the here's the weird what part again. about that, and here's why you shouldn't do that. Because it would take nothing for that guy to have gotten your license plate, yeah, and figured out exactly where you live and who you are, and he could be waiting there once you walk out in the morning. Yeah, that's uh, exactly that's true. why you can't do that today, man. I know. Is too uh, handy. Good on you, though. Sorry, it's a good I, look.
2: I I felt like listen, there are, uh, these cart people don't get paid enough, you know, and they have to haul these carts in. They don't have one of those magic movers. Oh, they don't like what Target has. Yeah. They have those like uh you know remote control helpers, but.
0: I don't know. And there's me being all passive aggressive this weekend and not what? getting, I didn't get into even a verbal confrontation with anybody.
2: I did. I was like channeling you. Bizarro and world. I said, put your card away. <laughs>
0: uh, I did get great news last night though. Trisha got the uh, the results from her MRI on yeah. Friday. Everything's still completely clear. Every, here was the weird part. I can't, you got to be a Philadelphia lawyer to figure out an MRI, right? Uh, because of the, the big language they use. Yeah. But the way I was able to deduct is everything, all the cancer from her brain is gone. Everything that would show, and they ran the, the stuff through her, the dye through her. Yeah. So it would have picked up on any little stuff, right? But here's the weird part. Her brain hasn't completely, like the where the tumor was, it was pressing on the brain, there was like an indent, right? Yeah. But the brain hasn't completely filled back in.
2: So there's it's, just it's a slowly
0: gap. It's slowly growing back to where it was. Yeah. But that growth, I would have assumed that as the tumor shrunk... Uh The brain would have filled up the space because the brain wants to be a certain space. Right. And it hasn't done that yet. And that's 15 months. Isn't that weird?
2: 15 months for it to grow back. Well, I guess. No, 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 no. It's just
0: she had the she had the she went through treatments for 15 months. So you have to assume that that was gradually shrinking for like the first 11 months. And then it was kind of the the maintenance stuff. But I would have thought that the brain being spongy, it would have regrown back into the cavity. It could have grown into. But it's sure. still slowly growing into that. Well, I thought that was a little bit good
2: weird. news nonetheless. Uh, yeah. So
0: that was good. And uh, and it was just uh, it was just kind of a like we didn't expect there to be anything because there wasn't anything on the last MRI. But it's just good news to get that kind of uh, good news back. Have you recently thought that it was all over and you were going to die? Um, no. Saturday for me, it happened. So we share a couple of trees on our property line with our neighbors um, and they're retired. Mm-hmm. So, they had said, "Hey, do you know anybody that could trim up these trees?" And I'm like, "Well, our friend Joel could." I'm like, "But I know he's out like six weeks on getting any projects done yeah. and stuff like that." And uh, and I'm like, "Well, I have a chainsaw. Like, I'm not a skilled lumberjack by any means, but I have a chainsaw." And I said, "Well, I could probably." And they just needed like a branch cut off because it was overhanging the roof. Yep. And if it gets a bunch of snow on it this year, it could, you know, obviously. I go, "I'll take care of that. No problem." Before the snow flies, I'll take care of it. So Saturday about noon. Jump up on the ladder now. I've gotten to the point where if I'm going to get on the ladder, I don't trust my children. Mm-hmm. They're just looking for the next move.
2: Do like little shakes to well, no, give you a heart attack. They'll look a at way? their
0: phone while they're supposed to be oh, holding yeah. the ladder, so Dad doesn't die. So I recruit the wife. Said Trish, "Can you come on out here? Can you hold the ladder?" Sure. I said, "Here's the thing. When you hear the branch start cracking, I want you to back away. Just get the hell out of the way because you never know which way this is going to swing. I'm not a skilled lumberjack.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I have a 30 foot extension ladder." And the last cut I had to make, I had to get it all the way to 30 feet. Now, I'm 75 days hot out of a broken neck. Yeah. And my, my sternum is still cracked. So at this point, I don't trust myself climbing the tree with a chainsaw. So I get a long extension cord. I tie it around the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And I put the extension cord on my hip. And I'm walking up the ladder. And I'm walking up the ladder. Now, at this point, when you get to 10 feet, you fall, twisted ankle, you're probably okay. 20 feet, broken something for sure. 30 feet, when you're just hot off a broken neck, means death. Yeah. So at this point, I'm about 26, 27 feet up. Uh-huh. And it's a little bit windy. I look down. Trisha, she's paying attention. <laughs> Great mate, looking up, trying to make sure I'm safe. She's got the, hey, should we call somebody? That She's already done that a yep. few times. I'm like, nope, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to drop this tree. So- I get up there, making a good cut, and then I hear, as the wind blows, the tree itself make a cracking sound.
2: Oh, no. And
0: my heart leapt out of my chest to the point where I couldn't breathe, because all I knew is that 30 feet down, no matter what, that impact, I'm going to re-break my neck, I'm probably going to die. Yeah. And so I take a deep breath, I finish about half the cut. Now, this tree was, it was hanging down, this limb was hanging down to the point where you could... Grab it if you were like going for a walk.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm like, I'm going to leave it right there. And I leave it right there. and I leave it right there. And I'm slowly making my way down the ladder. And I can hear this tree cracking. I get to 20 feet. All right, probably just broken leg and maybe some hospital time. <sighs> I get down to 10 feet. I'm like, oh, cracked ankle. Maybe break my neck still.
2: Listen all this forethought. That's why you have a brain.
0: You and know? Right. But it didn't work very well. <sighs> so I got it. So we got it down. I got down. And the tr- But the tree still, the limb isn't cut yet. It's, it's three quarters cut. Yeah. So I'm down there yanking on it, yanking on it. This thing finally snaps, and the majority of it is coming right at me. And I'm like, oh, this is how I'm going to die. yeah I do a quick sidestep, boom, hits the sidewalk, there I am. Now, I took a good two or three minutes to thank the good Lord for the physical ability to get the hell out of there in time. And then I took the chainsaw,
3: mm-hmm. and
0: I walked it into my garage, and I undid the little tightening thing. And I took the chain off the chainsaw and I took the battery for the chainsaw and I threw it in the garbage. Okay. And I'm like, I'm done cutting wood. This, I, I don't know how, this is stupid. I did it because I'm a good neighbor. Yeah. I think that's what saved you. But it was so you, stupid. You were it doing was something so nice or something. stupid for, for me to be 30 feet in the air with a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. What the hell am I doing? I tell fart jokes for a living.
2: Yeah. And the on the side. The last time you had this rant was when you broke your neck. You said, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> I'm in my mid forties and I hop in a pool. What the hell am I
0: doing? I'm like. Uh, this is it. I, I'm a dopey DJ. And on the side, I coach high school baseball and football. Ugh. Like, that's the life I wanted. What am I doing messing with it here? You're so
2: selfish, too. Like, I don't want to do this show by myself.
0: I no don't want to press the me. button. <laughs> I don't want to have to get up all that early. Well, I'm sure they appreciate it. And they didn't. I got that. a text the next day. And they're like, thank you so much. Because yep. I know they're They're. I mean, it, it, my neighbor has got a bunch of health concerns. And he's plowing through it like, uh, like a stud. And, uh, and I know they got family here and there and everything. And they're just trying to be great grand parents and I'm like I, I didn't want him to have to spend the money but I didn't want him to have to worry about it all winter long yeah. either is this branch gonna snap and then go through my roof and then out? And but I was just like man what do you what are you doing son yeah I mean do you put yourself in a spot where you could die every weekend I feel like I gotta quit doing this
2: Oh, well, moment you get in your car
0: well I know but that's like you gotta get there right true but I just can't be lumberjacking anymore this sounds like a bad idea
2: well, I'm glad you're here. The
0: Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Brad, Sean, Bryan Law offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5:30 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.